Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'm going to say it again because it feels like it's, you know, th- we're doing just a warning. This is another solo episode. It's a lone cast. Uh, turn down those lights. Dim the lights. Light a candle. Make it sexy because it's just you and the Wizard of Haas for an hour, baby. Just Papa JT whispering sweet nothings into your ear. The Sultan of Swipes, the Prince of Promos, the Conalinga Czar. That's right. Just you and me feathering each other's nuts. So just imagine you and I are next to each other, completely naked. I'm tickling your nuts. You're tickling my nuts. And it's a full hour of that. So I just want to thank you guys for listening and getting involved with this podcast. Uh, This one as well as you up. I love doing them both. We just got done with the Southeast swing of the tour. All of the shows were fantastic. I I had a... uh, I love my children equally in different ways. And Miami, Orlando, Atlanta, and Nashville. I love you all a little bit differently, but equally. Because all of those shows had their own fun intricacies, and we're going to put them out as bonus episodes. Hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, the sound is okay. That's always the... Listen, you know, I get DMs sometimes about the sound from the live shows. That's always a little bit of a feedback. We're trying to get it right. Anytime you move the studio, it's an issue. So, I mean, much like the reason today's an alone show. Sometimes things just kind of work out the way they do. And it happened to be that I got back on a Monday and we're guestless. And, uh, you know, Friday's episode, I got so much strong feedback. And you know what I got strong feedback from? One Pump Chump. People really liked that segment. So guess what? You're getting it again. And as my dad always says, you can never repeat. So hopefully this time he's wrong. I'd like to repeat it and do it even better than last time. So we're going to do a One Pump Chump at the end. Those are short questions taken from Instagram. We'll do it the last 10 to 15 minutes. I think probably 15 minutes because it was such a success uh, we're going to get a lot more questions. I'm not even looking at my phone. I tur- I did it. I turned my phone over. I said, I'll come back to you when we're ready. So want to thank everyone who came to the live shows. want to um, encourage you to send your emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We will have a guest on Friday. It'll be, you know, Shelby will be here. That wacky Shelby, he'll be back. Play a little ding that bell, Shelby. He's out there somewhere. Okay. So... I'm going to do just I'm going to get through a bunch of emails today. Um, Announcements wise, uh, let me just get a few things off my chest. Uh, First, it's a thank you for listening. Now it's tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Now it's if you're in the Northeast, Philly, D.C., Boston, New York. We've done live UF podcasts before in your area. Except for Boston. We actually have never done a live you up in Boston. And that one's already selling really well. So Boston and New York, it's going to be over a 1,000 people. I'd love to sell those shows out. So if you haven't gotten those tickets, 
Get them now. We're expecting very special guests for all the cities. Um, for the Southeast you know, swing, we had guests in three out of the four, which was great. Um, sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. We're hoping for the Northeast it does. So get the crew together. It's a fun show for everybody. It's uh, November... Um, Go to my website, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Um, it's going to be November um, 5th through 8th. So it's uh, the Northeast leg, Boston, D.C., Philly, and New York City. That's a town hall. That's going to be unbelievable. So get involved with that. Um other announcements, always a mama bear, my debut stand-up album, which, I, you know, I always lumped everything together. I always thought of comedy as just being comedy. It's amazing the feedback on the stand-up album and how much people didn't realize, you know, that I kind of did this and did this well, in my, you know, humble opinion, uh, or I try to do it well. So it's been very nice. It debuted number three on the Billboard charts. Oh my, I, I'm listening, I, I, I don't know what to say. I feel like I'm giving a speech at the Emmys. What do I even say? <clears throat> I cough, a phlegm cough, that's what I say. I, I, I want to thank you. Thank you guys so much. That Getting to number three on the Billboard charts, does that's not like a post I see from a lot of comics. Um, that's unbelievable, unbelievable. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you haven't listened... Um, I, I, I want you to go check it out, stream it anywhere you do music, you can find a comedy album. So go to the search tab, search my name, Jared Freed. That's who you're listening to. That's every Tuesday and Friday of the J train podcast, jaredfreed.com. That's where you find all my dates. And then you search Jared Freed. If you listen on any Spotify, uh, Pandora, you know, Apple music, hit a like button, whatever they do to like or subscribe, hit that button. That helps me. It's a free way to help me. Um, but thank you. So let's do the show. We're going to go through a bunch of emails. I got some ads along the way. Support the, you know, the one thing we do with all these ads, I want to let you know, is they all involve some form of giving you free money. So just know that. I don't just take any ad. I find a reason that you would want it because I don't need all these things all the time. I don't expect you to need all these things all the time, but... The one thing I say whenever we have a sponsor is I go, how is it free money? How do we give them free money? So that's what we're trying to do. So we got sponsors today. Let's go to the emails. Help. Hello. J Train. Uh, long time. LTFT. What is LTFT? Long time, first time. Ooh. A little radio talk. Long time, first time. Big fan of all your stuff. Congrats on the album. It was hilarious. Thank you. So I have an ex. We dated for about a year, and he dumped me about a year and a half ago. Jesus, time flies when you're alone. <laughs> wah, wah. Uh, <laughs> no concrete reason for the dumping. Just felt like it wasn't going to work out. He dumped me about a year and a half ago. Jesus, long uh, time flies when you're alone. No concrete reason for the dumping. Just felt it wasn't going to work out. It sucked, but I moved on. About a month ago, he texts me. At first, it was purely flirty, sexual, but soon transitioned to a bit more emotional as he shared some serious things family members of his age are going through. When I asked what he was doing by texting me, he basically said he missed slash wanted me 
but feels like he's in a weird place mentally because of the family shit, blah, blah, blah. But was wondering if I could ever see us developing back into a relationship down the line. Um, I told him it was selfish to reach out now that he uh, needs support and was skeptical that he, he could make the effort to really get there. But lo and behold, I kept texting him because I am only human and craving attention. Well, we fucked last week. <laughs> that took a jump. <laughs> ah, what a selfish asshole. Anywho, we fucked. Uh it was weird. Probably was about 10 minutes long total. Oh, I would. That's like my number one fear. Someone re, hearing someone rehash my sexual experience with them. Just going, yeah, it was uh, 10 minutes. He breathed kind of hard. He's way more out of shape than he used to be. The TV was on. We fucked by the glow. Not really. You know, like if, if anyone re. That's why it's always tough when someone like rehab, you know, writes out any like sexual mishap. And, you know, those are always sad, but they're even sadder when they're just written in plain lettering. Probably was about 10 minutes long total. Then he kind of just vented to me about random things for 20 minutes. Then he left. Boy, he came and then he came verbally came all over her all over her face. We haven't talked much since then. I guess I'm just seeking your perspective on what he's thinking. I'm presuming he just wants a warm body and someone he knows will respond, but won't take it farther. But I guess I can't help but at least contemplate whether he actually does want to get back together down the road. Should I just cut it off or is it okay to engage him? Uh, cough, cough, fuck him. Um, so long as it's not stopping me from putting myself out there in the in dating other people. Looking forward to you yelling advice at me. Um, so, like, there's no wrong. I, I mean... What happened, happened. You fucked him. Um, you did it. Let, let's also remember that nobody's like this manipulative mastermind. You chose to fuck him too. So you got something out of it. You had some sort of loneliness going on as well as him. I know it's easy to point the finger and go, he got, because it. I agree with a lot of the things she wrote in. He got in touch because he had some family shit going on. He needed someone to lean on. He needed someone to spew his you know, emotional stuff at. He couldn't go on Tinder and find that. What are you going to do? Go on Tinder. Hey, let's meet for a drink. And then you go, oh, my family, everyone's sick. Please fuck me and then hug me and then let me go on my way. That's not the way it goes. It's just not the way it works. So I understand. I agree that he's having a lonely moment. And that's why he's coming back to someone who he remembers happy experiences with in the past. Listen, I'm not beyond this. You're not beyond this. Our parents aren't beyond this. This is, this is kind of, this has happened. This is human. I understand this. What I do believe is that a lot of, rela a lot of relationships, um, when they end and someone comes back to them, it's kind of like coming back to a video game where you couldn't get past a certain level. So when you come back to it, you go, you know, I, I'm, I'm relate. I hope if you don't play video games ever, I'm hoping you can relate to this a little bit, but you know, I remember growing up, I played a lot of like PlayStation and super Nintendo and all that stuff. And you'd have these games that you'd be like, you know, some people were game finishers. Some people were like, I start the game. I end the game. I was more of a, I'll play this game until I am. I play it out like I play it so much that I remember the beats of every level, and then I'd get to one level and I go, "Ugh, this is more difficult 
then I want to give it attention. This is more difficult than fun. Is really what everyone gets to with a video game. So then you play that level a bunch of times and you go, ah, fuck it. I'm going to give up on this game. And then like a year goes by and you go, oh shit, this game. I used to love this game. And then you go to play it again and you play some of the old levels, you know, how it backtracks you to the old levels. It takes you back like three levels back. And then you play those, you go, oh man. And then you get back to that tough level again. And you go, oh, oh yeah. This is why I stopped playing. It's, it was more difficult than it was than it was fun. And that's the same for relationships to me. So, yeah, you guys are coming back to the video game now. You're going, you're playing all the fun levels. You're, you're, you're touching each other's bodies. You're, you know, he's going down on you. You're going down on him. You're like, oh, wow, I remember this game. And then you get, and then there will be a point. It may not have happened yet, but you will get back to the level you guys reached before. And nine out of ten times, and I'm not saying it never happens, but a lot of the times people get to that level and they go, oh, this is why I stopped playing. I didn't want to go through the difficulty of trying to work through this level. So I'm telling you, she says, is it okay to fuck? Well, I, I, to me, you're going to, this whole idea of like, I'll go back to someone I had feelings for and fuck and, and think that it won't take up more of my head than it did in the past. I don't think that's going to happen. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Best way to say I've got to move on. Jay Tran, I'm a 33-year-old single female who's been listening to you uh, for just over a year. I'm a big fan of your perspective, guidance, and f- framing. Feather, feather, thank you. Also, I've seen you in, live in Chicago and listened to your new album. Both were great, too. Thank you. My dating life has consisted of a bunch of short-term, not-too-serious situations. I'm not one to initiate the talk, quote-unquote, and often go along with the relationship status as it's laid out by the other person. That's a pretty honest sentence right there. My dating life has consisted of a bunch of short-term, not-too-serious situations. I'm not one to take initiate the talk and often go along the, uh, with the relationship status as it's laid out by the other person. I like that sentence. That isn't meant to sound sad. No, I don't think it's sad. I'm not really into aggressive commitment, so those not-too-serious situations work well for me. In most of these, uh, they either seem to mutually fizzle or I've come to the realization that I'm not really excited by the other person. And the only quality I can pinpoint as a positive is their complimentary treatment of me. Fairly consistently, the guys with which the relationship fizzled come back at later dates, hoping for another chance. Yeah. Preaching how badly they've messed up or blah, blah, blah. Don't get me wrong. I love playing the one that got away, but, uh, but too often I let these guys back into my life for their ego boost. Uh, but don't have a real interest in seeing them even just for sex. And my concern is that they're taking up time that I should be spending on it out there on the market. Yeah, this is related to the last email. Uh, my question is, what's the best way to cut this communication without seeming harsh, crazy, or confrontational? I'm not above ghosting, but I always don't feel like I should be harsh either. Obviously, pics attached for potential celeb look like from Classic Shelb. Um, we don't have Shelb in the building, you're very cute. Um, she's in the middle and far left. Yeah. Cutie. Um, I like this question because it's very female. She writes, what's the best way to uh, cut off this communication? Here's the thing. 
if a guy you used to hook up with comes back to you and says, I messed up, I messed up, I want to, you know, figure this out again. To, just like the last email, he's lonely. He's looking for someone who has touched his dick because they'll probably touch his dick again. I know that's crude. I know that's, you know, boiling it down to a large generalization. But I, I got to say, it's, it's more true than it isn't. That's why I'm saying it. Uh, that's why I've done it. And it wasn't that the person I was going back to wasn't a worthwhile partner. It's just you're kicking the tires. You're saying, man, I'm sitting here looking back at the book of my life. I'm going back through the picture book. And I'm like, what was wrong with that one? And they're not, it's not to hurt you. It's to say, you know what, Jared? There was nothing wrong with that. Let's go back. And then you go, oh, we're back at that level again. So my, the thing with her, though, is she seems to be seeing it. If you get that text, hey, blah, 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 I missed you. I've thought about you. The only text to send back, and women write this all the time. What's the best way to cut off communication without seeming harsh, crazy, or confrontational? First of all, it's not crazy to say to someone, hey, I appreciate you reaching back out, but I've moved on. Good luck with everything. See how quick that text was? That's like chopping off the head. That's the guillotine of text. Hey, I appreciate it's a compliment sandwich. A little bit. It's an open face compliment sandwich. Hey, I appreciate you reaching out. I understand it. I get it. Thank you. Um, I've moved on. Please let me do that. Like, it, it, I said it differently before, but rewind the first way I said it was better. Appreciate you reaching out. I've moved on. Well, this ain't going to happen. Please stop texting me. You have to cut the head off. Any inch will be taken by the dude because he is desperate. Desperation calls for desperate measures. Hey, good to hear from you. What's been going on? Oh, you know, I've been thinking about you. And then it, it turns into, you know, someone who thinks they're telling the truth, but they are lying. But you give a guy an inch, he will take a mile. And I'm telling you that right now. There's no such thing as, and also when you think of am I being crazy, we gave this advice a lot during the live episodes but of the UUP, but I want to reiterate it here. <clears throat> if you think you're being crazy, okay, whatever your thing is, this guy I used to hook up with, uh, let's take this scenario, guy I used to hook up with, texts you that he feels like he, you know, you're the one that got away, but you don't want to really get involved with it because it's not going to make you happy and you don't see it ever progressing anything else. Imagine him talking shit about what you text to his friends. Just imagine that scenario where he goes to his buddies and like, yo, remember, re remember Lisa? Remember when Lisa and I used to go up and they're like, yeah, Lisa was cute. She was cool. And then, oh, remember when Lisa? Yeah. I went back to her because I told her she was the one that got away and she was like, I don't really feel anything for you anymore. Please stop texting me. She's crazy, right? And they'd all look at him and go, no, you dumped her. She moved on. That's her right. What are you talking about? You're crazy. You're crazy for thinking this is crazy. Do that with anything. Oh, remember Lisa? She triple texted me. 
She's like, oh, I want to hang out sometime. Isn't that crazy? No. She likes you. Why don't you just say yes or no? See, do that with any situation where you think you're being crazy, and it, they start to sound crazy for thinking it's crazy. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Very excited. New sponsor alert. Ring that bell. Do you experience stress? I think some people do that right into this podcast. Do you have anxiety or chronic pain or have trouble sleeping at once at least once a week? You're not alone. Many of us do. Personally, listen, I the problem I have with sleep is that my cha- my schedule changes every day. I think it's a lot easier to get to sleep when you're like 10 o'clock, bedtime, put on your nightcap with a little furry ball at the end. I'm like 10 o'clock, showtime, 1 a.m., bedtime, next day, 10 p.m., sleep time, and it's tough for me because my schedule changed. So I was searching for anything that would help. Then I found Feels. What is Feels? Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. What does Feels do? Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Um... Easy to take. Place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. I got feels. It's been great for me. It helps me uh, come down a little bit, especially after I've done a show. I get done at, you know, one in the morning and then I come home and I'm like a little bit jacked up. This brings me down a notch. Real human support. New to CBD. Feels offers a free CBD hotline and text message support to help guide your personal experience. That's great. Uh, feel better naturally. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high hangover or addiction. Uh, membership. Join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. So Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash jtrain. You'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. Now it's spelled differently. So listen to me. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash J-Train. F-E-A-L-S dot com slash J-Train. Feels dot com slash J-Train to become a member and get 50. That's five zero. That's free money. 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels dot com slash J-Train. F-E-A-L-S dot com slash J-Train. Go get that 50% off, baby. Did I just get internationally ghosted? What's up, Papa Jay? Love your podcast, binged yours, and you up over the summer. Summers are for podcasts, am I right? I'd say falls are for podcasts, too. Any time of year. Any time of year is a time for J-Train. It's J-Train, baby. Get into it. I'm going to try to make this short and sweet. Met a guy on an app when I found out he was visiting. Profile didn't say he was only visiting. I didn't think much of it. Maybe I'll play tour guide for a day and get laid. Totally fine with me. We talked a lot by the time we met. I had a week off and ended up sending, f- spending four to seven days, four out of seven days together. We talked a lot by the time we met. I had a week off and ended up spending four out of seven days together. Sex was great. Seemingly had a lot in common, yada, yada. He insisted on me coming to Australia in December for Christmas. I didn't commit because that's kind of weird, but told myself we were talking in two months. Sure, why not? Fast forward to today. Flight's already booked and just got a green text. Undele- Fast forward to today. Flights are already booked. 
and I just got a green text undelivered message on WhatsApp and no activity on Snap. Did I just get ghosted? I don't get why he insisted for three months only to do this. I had a weird gut feeling last week and asked if I could call him and asked if he everything was okay. And I said, uh, yes, just a little. And he, uh, and he said, yeah. And I said, yes, just a little antsy. In all fairness, he asked if I was pregnant and I confirmed no, that I would have told him. Since then, he messaged maybe once now this. P.S. Classic Show, if you could do your magic, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> okay, well, hold on. This got crazy. Okay, here's the thing. Go do whatever you can about your flight to Australia. Get your points. Get a voucher. See what the cancellation policy. I'm sorry to say this to you, listener. You're not going to Australia. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I don't mean to laugh, but it sounds ridiculous, but... And I get what happened, okay? You just, here's the thing. You just, I'm trying to, I don't think I'm being offensive. I'm just, I'm trying to figure out the words to play it. You met a guy, you had a great four out of seven days. It is so easy to be something you're not for a week. It's so easy to be in a relationship for a week. That is the easiest. Look at, and the biggest example of this is you have people that are like at comedy shows that'll be like, I'll be like, you married? And they'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, how long? And then they'll be like, four years. And I'll look at another couple and they'll be an older couple and they like roll their eyes at four years. They're like, we've been married 30 years. You have no fucking clue what's coming. And you have no idea what you're dealing with. You guys don't even have a baby. You don't even have kids that come home to you and go, hey, I want to be a musician. Like, you've never dealt with that. So it's just understand, if they're saying that about four years, which is difficult, think of what a week is and how easy that is. And any time the guy, you know, goes away, and, set, and gets a little weird and then goes, hey, uh, you get your period? Uh, he's just trying to make sure he has everything on his way out. That's him looking at the hotel room to see if he left his toothbrush. I packed all my bags and then, hey, did you, did you bleed this month? Okay, cool. Bye-bye. And I know that's harsh, and but I think, like, let's not... Like, if you're sitting there being like, well, I'll just go to Australia and see what happens. No, 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 no. The minute this got weird even a little bit, you go, I got, I got to get out. I got to, I got to, it, it's okay, cool. Like, because, listen, if you're young and whatever and you meet a guy and you go, hey, I, I'm going to do this Australia thing. I, I'm all for that. If you feel safe, if you feel that you have outs, if you have people there that you can, like, lean on. But right now... Time to cash that ticket in. You ain't going. Um, and I'm sorry this happened. But this also, the whole, like, I met someone in my town. The, here's the thing about these dating apps. Disposability. That's, that's kind of the, the great and bad of the whole thing. And it's confusing because you're disposable, but you're, meet, you're talking with someone more than your parents probably spoke in the first year. I can understand while you meet someone that's in from Australia, you spend four to seven days together, you text all week long, you go, I feel like I know everything about this guy. I text on the same 
same device I text my dad and my brother and my mom, my friends. He's in. He, he, it's so natural. He's just like everyone else in my life. I can understand how you get take, carried away. But you have to understand that you got carried away. Because I see it both ways. I can see how you can fall down that trap. The, the, the difference was, uh, you know, years and years ago before you had a cell phone, you could meet Australian dude at the bar and then have a week together and he could disappear and you'd go, well, we, you know, we really only hung out for seven hours and seven days. As opposed to the cell phone era where it's like we hung out every minute of the week because technically, phone-wise, we were on each other's shit. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsor people. And they're back. This is a this is an old sponsor that's new again because they're back on the show, and I am a huge fan. Untuck it. Untuck it. Untuck it. Here's the thing. If you're like me, it is very difficult. If you're a short torsoed, large, large chested man like myself, it is very difficult to find a shirt that fits your body. And if you have a boyfriend or a dad, my dad loves these shirts, or you have a uncle, a brother, a sister, anyone that you can think of that's in a similar position to me, because I ain't alone. Obesity is an epidemic in this country. And I'm not saying your dad's obese, but listen, if we went to the doctor, they might say otherwise. I have to deal with that reality. Now your dad has to. So ever wonder why traditional button-ups look so long and baggy? That's because they were never meant to be worn that way. That's the thing. Everyone wants to look cool. Untucked shirt. Untuck It is the brand you've been looking for. It's the original untucked shirt, a modern solution to an old problem with no tucking or tailoring. And, and listen, I love their T-shirts. I love their button-ups. I love their polos. I love their shorts. I love their pants. They have everything. And I've been frustrated with shirt buying. I, I get frustrated with this, okay? It's either too short or too long. I'm either in a crop top or a dress. And Untuck It is the salt is what the solution to this issue. So you can try on one of their shirts at an un, at a one uh, Untuck It's 50 stores or go to untuckit.com to get started. They even offer free shipping returns on all orders in the U.S. You can save 20%. That's 2-0. That's free money. 20% on your first order by using my code JTRAIN. 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 Use code JTRAIN at checkout for 20% off. That's untuckit.com. Untuckit.com. Promo code JTRAIN. Get involved. Love Untuckit. Promo code JTRAIN. Drunk texting. My friends know that I am notorious for drunk texting guys I'm talking to. By drunk texting, I mean sending 12 or sometimes many more texts in a row without him responding, sometimes emphasizing my own texts and even occasionally calling them multiple times. Uh Uh-oh. Now, recently, this guy I've been texting for a couple of weeks. We went to college together but haven't ever met. Uh, Experienced my drunk texting. I'll attach a screenshot. I apologize to him the next morning, um, and he has read it, and I have gotten no response. Curious to see what your thoughts are and why he ghosted. Well, is it my drunk texting or do you think something else happened and it's just a coincidence? Also, would love a celeb lookalike. Okay, we don't have that. She's very cute. Uh, let's read her text and see. So it's 11.15. Okay. He writes, how was your night? She writes, 
LMAO! I'm drunk, Daniel. Not the wellest. I'm sorry. He, <laughs> I'm, I'm reading these verbatim, okay? Like, don't, I'm not exaggerating any of these. He writes back, ha, 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 ha. What are you doing? Okay, he's excited. She writes back, I am not well. Drunk in man hat tan. And I'm reading it that way because she wrote drunk in M-A-N space H-A-T space T-A-N. He writes back, you sound super well. He's playing along. Okay. She writes back, not the wellest. Okay. She, here's a problem. Okay. I'm cool with drunk texting. I don't think, again, go back to the advice from the beginning of this podcast. If you went and was like, could you believe this chick? texted me she's she's drunk and wants to talk to me when she's drunk and say every guy would go yeah that fucking happens good for you you got a girl that likes you uh but when you repeat not well i'm not well three times in one screen you start to think hey what am i getting into do you understand what i'm saying i hope you guys understand i'm not saying that you're wrong for saying uh, people who aren't well aren't wrong but that's a very specific way of saying you know how you're doing I'm drunk is different than I'm not well. <laughs> I'm not well is how your sick grandmother breaks the news to you that she's dying. I'm drunk is how your grandmother says to you that she's like she's gonna like you know gonna get you you give you a hundred under the table. So he writes, "You sound super well, not the wellest." LOL. Hello. I guess he didn't answer. Then she, he wrote, she, she wrote, hello. He writes, hey there. What you been drinking? Lots of alcohol. Just opened my first beer. Okay, he's playing along. She wrote, oh my God, I'm not well. Hello, Daniel. He writes back, you're okay. Okay, he's getting annoyed. He, she wrote, are you okay? Hello, I am not well. Help. Hello. Where are you? You. Hi. Sure, I'm not well. And then she emphasized, sure, I am not well. I am unwell. Okay, see? Do we understand? And then the next day. So that was the string of drunk texts. The next day, I am sorry. I'm not. I am the most annoying drunk texter on planet Earth. Crying emojis. Yeah, I... I <laughs> That's the thing. Let's go back to my initial, like, you know, theme of this podcast. He goes to his friends and he goes, this girl drunk texted me like a thousand times last night. They're like, uh, how crazy is that? They go, she likes you, whatever. Is she cute? Is she hot? That's all the, that's all the conversation would be. But here's the difference. Now let's change it. Daniel goes to his buddies and goes, this girl drunk texted me and said she isn't well like seven times. Then your friend's going to go, yeah, maybe walk away. Uh, she's screaming to the heavens that she has a drinking problem maybe or she doesn't, you know, I am not well. I, and I'm, she's the one who wrote in, so I'm speaking directly to her. I don't mean to say this as like to scare you, but like you're, you know, drunk, uh, 
what do they say, drunk words or sober thoughts type of thing. It's one thing to say, I'm hammered, I'm a little tipsy. It's another thing, sometimes we write out the things we want to say to ourselves. And if you're drunk texting someone you've known for, as you say, a couple weeks, and you went to college together and you've never met, so this is pre-meeting, he's having a woman telling him, I'm not well seven times and then emphasizing the I'm not well text. To me, I'm like, okay, what's a night on a Saturday going to be like with this person? So I like, am I going to spend, am I going to be a babysitter or a boyfriend? What am I signing up for? J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Woman with a expiration date. This is okay. Currently binge listening to your episodes and it has made Jakarta's insane traffic so much more bearable and I'm spreading the word to all my friends because everyone needs this podcast in their life. Thank you. I'm a 28-year-old woman of three siblings. Older brother is married and my younger brother's uh, younger sister is soon to be. I'm so happy for her but can't, can't help but dreading the questions from relatives and parents, friends on what it's gonna be, when it's going to be my turn. Never been in a relationship. I was a shy kid growing up and I've only started going on dates and being sexually active the past year. I guess I am what they call a late bloomer. I am enjoying the dating process and think uh, and think 20s is too young for me to be married anyways, and I'm not just going to marry any dick I see. Okay. But living in Asia where most young uh, married young and pe- people think a woman comes with an expiration date, basically when a woman reaches the ripe old age of 30 and unattached, she might as well be branded as a loser unwanted. Well, that's your words. Uh, those aren't billboards around Asia, I'm pretty sure. So let's remember you're creating that narrative. Let's remember that people get married in their 20s, they're divorced in their 30s. So let's remember that right now you're creating the narrative that you live by. So I know what you're saying. I've heard this before. I get it. It's not easy. But some of this is what they call, I mean, in sales, head trash. Um. And I, I always loved the term head trash. It was all the things you could think about all day long that are negative that take up your time from going with the positive. Sometimes when you th- have n- these negative thoughts, it's like you're swimming upstream. So if you're like, I'm 30, I'm unwanted, I'm uh, unmarriable, it starts to get exhausting and then you don't have time to even go with the positive. Positive, positive thoughts... It's like swimming. It's like being on a lazy river. Let them take you. We all have to be a little bit delusional. And I don't mean you're delusional by being 30 and single and thinking you're going to get married. I'm saying it's delusional to stay positive. <laughs> like, you know, like all these positivity people on Instagram, that's a delusional person. And sometimes I wish I had a little more of that in me. And sometimes you have to fake it. Listen, I think back of when I started doing comedy. And when I, like, 25 years old, I'm leaving a job to do stand-up comedy and to to be funny for money. And it's delusional. And now, thinking back, I don't think I could have had that delusion. Now I have, you know, now I have to have different types of delusion. She writes, my mom has been passive-aggressive every time she threads around the topic of me having no boyfriends. I'm starting to think I do have something to worry about. Not to suck my own dick, but I consider myself an 878. Uh, We have a rating system for those new to the podcast, face, body, personality. Guy or girl can use it. She's saying she's an 878. I find your email sounds very self-aware and uh, cynical enough to be that. 
pick a tash to show you what I'm working with, struggling with. Ooh, let's see what she's got. Very cute. She does not look 28. Uh, she looks very young. She's very cute. Usually I just reply with, uh, I don't have a boyfriend and smile on each occasion. Do you and your high esteem guests have a comeback or how I should go about when people ask such questions of, at my sister's wedding? Well, it's holiday time, so this is applicable to all of us. Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a girlfriend? What's going on? What's your situation? I just want to have fun at the wedding. Be happy for my sis and don't want their questions uh, with pity looks, which I bet my money on will come up for this unwanted woman, quote unquote, me to ruin it. Yeah, you got to stop speaking in their terms that you've assumed they have. None of your family members are sitting there being like, oh, look at that unwanted woman, my niece. Like no one thinks like that. Also, there's this tradition of younger siblings having a gift whatever their elder requests for stepping over the older one in marriage. <laughs> All right, so maybe there's some right... The, the fact that that's a tradition is like, I would understand why you feel so weird about it. The idea that there's a tradition at your sister's wedding that she gives you a gift because she stepped over you for marriage is... <laughs> I would understand why that weighs on you. That, the email all makes sense now. What do you think I should ask for for my sis and her fiance? Keep up the good work. So I've said a lot. Um, ask her for a big, fat vibrator. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> and they're coming out at the end of the wedding. And for you, you asked us. And then you, you get the vibrator. And you go, who needs a boyfriend now? And then you turn it on, you go, and you attack your mom with the vibrator. That's a fun ending to the story. Oh, <laughs> if you just went full meltdown. Oh, I guess someone isn't unwanted. You know who doesn't? You know who wants me? Mr. Vibrator. Make a huge scene. That'd be fun. <laughs> you know, your husband might get tired, but I never run out of batteries. Ah, who's unwanted now? That'd be fun. What you should do, if any of your family, and this goes for anyone going home over the holidays or whatever you're going to do, if someone acts, sh you know, the thing is you can't avoid shitty comments because we self-internalize, we all look at them, we go... Oh, yeah, you're right. You know, any little thing. Like my mom, when I went home, she goes, I love those shorts on you. I had shorts. And she goes, you got to get more of those shorts. And she goes, what are they, like a 38 wa waist? And I go, no, they're the 34. I'm a 34 waist. And she goes, oh, yeah, you do have a tiny waist, I guess. And it's like, that's a shitty thing kind of to say. You could take that in any way you want. I could take that as, oh, she thinks I'm a 38 waist and can't believe that I could even put one leg into a 34. Or you can think of it as just a mom being a mom who loves you. So anyone who asks you those questions, what you have to remind yourself is they only ask if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend because they love you. And it's only because they want to make sure... They think and they're putting their own shit on you. 
They're saying, I don't want to be alone, so she shouldn't want to be alone, so let's make sure she's on the track to getting to not aloneville just like me. And it's really their own shit, so remember that. And just say, and if someone says, hey, any boyfriend, anything going on? You go, no, I've been having fun. That's all you have to say. Hit them with pers- uh, positivity. No, I'm having fun. What does fun mean? Go on dates. These guys take me out. I'm, I'm introducing myself to new people. I'm really enjoying myself. That's all you have to say. Cut it off. End of conversation. What should your fiance get or your sister get you? A big fat vibrator or a dildo or something to fucking just go to your sister's ear and whisper to her, I just don't want to be lonely. J Train Podcast. At gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're going to do one more email, and then we'll get into an ad, and then we'll do the one pump chumps. Breaking up with 10 months left on the lease. Huge fan of all your podcasts. Hopefully I get to catch one of your stand-up shows if you come to Texas again soon. So I'm coming to the Northeast part is in a couple weeks, uh, in the first week of November. That's Philly, D.C., New York, and Boston. And then in December, we have a long stretch of shows, and we need you guys to get those tickets now. We're doing all the big cities in Texas. We're doing all the big cities in California. Vancouver, uh, that one is light right now. So I need you to bring a 1,000 of your best friends. Uh, Vancouver and Portland, those two, we need some people. So get involved. Um, here's the situation. I've been with my boyfriend for almost four years, and we've lived together since August. Okay, so this is recent. About a month before we moved in, he not so casually asked me what my ring size was, and I totally freaked. I realized that I haven't been truthful with myself, and I can't see myself with him forever. Truthfully, moving in together just seemed like uh, the thing to do, and it was easier on us both financially. I've had doubts about the future of our relationship for a while, but the ring question made me realize we're definitely not on the same page. Uh Uh-oh. Let me sip my coffee. Not trying to hide the uh, the lead over here, lead here, but I should also mention that I've developed feelings for a guy in my class. I've never felt this type of spark with my current boyfriend. To make a long story somewhat shorter, we were very flirty, laugh with each other nonstop, and a few weeks ago, he confessed his feelings for me. I know that I am emotionally cheating, and I know something has to give. My boyfriend has seen me hang out with this guy, other guy before, and commented that I don't look at him like I look at the other guy. Holy shit! I've expressed my doubts uh, to my boyfriend several times, but the next day he acts like nothing has changed. I even told him that I love him, but I'm not in love with him anymore. If I'm being honest with myself, I've never felt as in love with him as he is with me. The hardest thing about all this is that uh, he's done nothing wrong. That's just This just doesn't feel like the match for me. However, our lease doesn't end until next August. Oof. And neither of us can afford to live on our own right now. The cost of breaking the lease won't offset signing the cheaper leases, and I'm not sure what to do from here. We've been passive-aggressively co-inhabiting our apartment for a couple of months, and it's not a healthy situation. So here's my question. Do I bite the bullet and take out more loans so I can afford to stay in the apartment by myself or stay and see if we can work out something out? Am I being a shitty person by letting myself fall for this guy in my class? Sorry for the long email. Try to make it concise as possible. Well, this extra sentence didn't help. Uh, thanks for the advice and constant laughs. Um, 
And she wrote another email. Sorry for the quick follow-up. Forgot to mention that I'm 23 and currently in grad school living on loans. So here's the problem with your problem. It's a multifaceted issue. And that can get, um, whenever it's a lot of things, you just kind of go, oh, fuck it, and try to ignore it. Let's go um, in order of the situation. Um, The order to me is... Your relationship comes first, okay? I would go. I would sit down with him, and he is the reason he keeps avoiding. Because what people don't respect is that there's another person on the other side of your dating issue, okay? If you're getting dumped by someone, it was hard for them to dump you. If you're dumping someone, it's hard for them to think of themselves alone. So have empathy for the other side. He is ignoring it because just like you, he's like, you know what? I can't afford to live alone. I do like this person. I, I don't, I've never been with someone. I've been with her four years. I can't imagine life alone. So you have to understand why he pushes it off just like you're pushing it off in a different way. So you have to sit with him and have a sober conversation that the relationship is over. You have to talk with him. That re- it has to go, relationship ends, then what are we going to do? Do we live together and we figure out this last 10 months and be adults around each other? Or do we break the lease and move home with our parents or move in with friends and figure it out? You're, you need to discuss it with him because he might be staying with you for the same financial reason that you're staying with him. So... How, how awesome would that be? I'm not saying that's definitely what's going to happen, but wouldn't it be great if you go, hey, the relationship is over, and then you look at each other after all the crying and the fighting and the I thought you loved me, and then you go, okay, and he looks at you and goes, okay, now that we got that out, how are we going to figure out this apartment? And you both look at each other and you go, I don't got the money. Like, how great would that be? So that might be the solution to your problem is just, I think right now it goes, end the relationship, then you talk about the living and the financial situation. Then, like seven steps down the road, you start looking towards this new guy. I don't think it's shitty of you to have fallen for someone else. I think it's shitty of you to keep this relationship going while knowing it's over. To sleep in the same bed as someone you don't want to sleep in the same bed as. So let's take one thing before the other. It goes relationship, financial, then the dude. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. I love the sponsor because it's kind of like in the same vein as this girl being like, I'm living with this guy. I want to do so. A lot of, a lot of people want to do stuff, but they're so bogged down by the complexity of it. Skillshare, Skillshare, Skillshare. I am someone who. I remember when I left my job to do comedy, I reached out to like what I, you know, mentors. I tried to find mentors. I, I looked for them. Um, I remember I went to a comedy club and I was like, does anyone, and I went to the comics after the show and I was like, does anyone, you know, talk to people about stand-up? Does anyone do stand-up that, you know, will talk to them, like to me and give me advice and I'll give them some money. I'll, I, you know, I, I just want to get some like honest advice. And I remember doing that. What's beautiful about the internet is that it always fills the hole. So I wasn't the only one thinking this way. I wasn't the only one looking for someone with experience to give me advice. Skillshare fills that hole. 
you can sign up for classes. Uh, here's a list of them. Illustration, graphic design, photography, uh, creative writing, animation, fine art, music, music production, film, video, marketing, productivity, freelance and entrepreneurship, web development, lifestyle. This is, these are all things that, you know, when you went to college, you're like, I'm an econ major. Why? Well, because my dad was an econ major. Econ means money. Isn't that what I do? And, and now you got out of college and you've seen what jobs are and you've seen what a life is and you're going... I want to do this other thing. And I think Skillshare is the answer to that. To me, I want to take the... Here's what I want to do. All these podcasts, there's a lot of people with podcasts where their fans will make them artwork of the podcast. My The people who like this show are not into that stuff. I, I think you guys go out and drink and meet people. And I think the fans of other podcasts are just like sitting at home all day doing Photoshop. But I think I'm going to learn how to do graphic design so I can start photoshopping my own posters so I can look like I have fans too, even though this has a huge listenership. So I think Skillshare is great. Um, Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You can take classes in everything from photography to creative writing. It, it's got, we just read the list. So whether you're returning to a long-time passion project, challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone, or simply exploring something new, Skillshare has classes for you. I would say this is the perfect thing for someone who's daydreaming about a life they wish they had lived. That would be my thought with you. And you can join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. Did you hear that? That's free money, people. Two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering the J Train Podcast listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Oh, man. If you become a famous photographer, I want to thank you, okay, to me, Papa JT. The Prince of Passions. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash JTrain. That's Skillshare.com slash JTrain. Skillshare.com slash JTrain to start your two months now. Skillshare.com slash JTrain. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. Let me just say this right now. If you enjoy the Alone Cast, this is probably the last one for a little bit until the schedules get a little wonky. Um, cause we're going to move on to, if you enjoy this, let me know. I, I like hearing back on these weird episodes. Um, so I need you to, I need you to let me know if you like it. Also, if you like this ranty style, this is what I do on coffee with J train Patreon. Patreon's three bucks a month. Uh, I blog about each episode for the most part. The last couple weeks I haven't. Um, I gotta be honest, uh, but I do a coffee with J train every Sunday. This is basically the show, but with me getting into weirder subjects. So patreon.com slash J train, patreon.com slash J train. I want to thank you guys for listening. Let's go to hit the music. Shelby, let's do some questions. One pump chump, baby tips for making friends in NYC as a young professional. Um, sports. I think sports is the great communicator, and you don't even have to be a sports fan to do that. Uh, I used to hang out with a lot of NYC people, like my group of NYC friends, all started from watching Patriots games together. So if you have one friend that watches the Patriots, or whatever team you watch, college football, and this time of year is the best for that, 
go and, uh, you know, who wants to go watch, you know, oh, bring your friends. Bring, oh, and just like I say for shows, bring your friends. Bring a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone, anyone that likes to have fun. So you say, so whatever you're a fan of, if you have a friend that's a fan of them too, say, hey, bring some people from work. Why men great till they got to be great? I don't know what the fuck that means. Is that a rap lyric? Why men great till they got to be great? Why men great till they got to be great? Living in this world where you got to you got to be be late and eat grapes. Can you turn a long time fling, fling hook up a couple times a year for a few years into something more serious? Yeah. But you can't you can change it if you change. You can't hope for someone else's mentality to change. So you have to put your position, yourself in a position to hear no. So if you're, you got a dude or a girl who's a late night text, hey, you out tonight? All you have to write back is, I am, but I'm looking for something a little more. I'd love to do a drink next week. And they're going to say yes and make a plan, or they're going to give an excuse. And, that, and if they do, you just say, no problem. Let me know if you're ever up for that. And then, because you have to change to make other people change. And... It can happen. I'm not promising it will. Is a cheating boyfriend my fault? Was I just not good enough? He wanted better. No. I'm always on the page. I've always thought of cheating as not being... I don't think anyone cheats with, you know, with the idea of fuck that person that I'm cheating on. I think it's mistake and, you know, they're pro- and it's a them acting on something they should have gone back and reestablish a relationship but cheating isn't that personal we did an episode about this for you up if you go through the catalog i think that's a great listen uh for where jordan and i talk about this but i uh i i really i think anytime someone dates someone new or hooks up with someone new it has nothing to do as much with the last person as you might see it why do guys message you first on a dating app then when you respond never answer because they found better fish to fry. And I'm not saying the next person. Well, I guess I just said it has nothing to do with the last person. But what I mean by that is if they say, hey, what's up to you? And then someone else comes along and is more chatty and more um, looking for the same thing they're looking for. Then, of course, they're going to go up that rope. I think what women don't want to realize that men are very, very, very um, unpersonal on these dating apps. So when they're swiping, yes, they're noticing the pictures you put up. They're noticing your bio. But they, it's really way more animalistic than you are getting into it. If you see someone with a profile where you go, wow, he likes things I like and he seems funny and he's cute. and We have a mutual friend because I stalked him. He's not doing that much work. So when he says hi to you. And then he just goes to the next person who says and says hi again and hi and hi and hi. It's okay. Who will meet up with me in the way that I want to meet up? So it's not about you. Favorite foreplay move. Ooh. On me or on the lady? Favorite foreplay move from a woman is like when there's the the dick play with mouth and hand. And I can watch like a fun spectator. 
Do men marry who they love the most or the woman who's around when they're ready? Um, every man's going to answer this. It's who they love the most. But I think a lot of it boils down to are they ready to love? Are you ready to love the Jared Freed story? I think it's. It, it, I think a lot of times, you know, people. This isn't just men. I know you're putting this on men, but but I think people in general are saying, sitting there going, "Yeah, now I'm ready to invest the time to get to know someone, and now I'm ready to, you know, the you know this part of my life is organized, so now I'm ready." And maybe that happens later for men, but I think both sides are doing that. Where do you see yourself in five years? Okay, mom, why'd you write this question, and dad? Um, I'm hoping in five years, I don't know. It's tough for me to say. Some people would always like, when I started doing stand-up, they're like, what's the goal with this? And I would be like, I don't know. My goals are very short-term with dreams of long-term. I don't like, I'd like to have, um, I'd like to have a, like a, like, listen, to say a Netflix special isn't a thought on my mind is crazy, but, um, I'd like to be doing stand-up. In five years from now, I'd like to be doing stand-up at larger venues. That would be my goal. What to do when you're f- the first girl your boyfriend has brought home? Uh, have fun. Say what's up. Be cool with the parents. Be respectful. I don't think it matters. This isn't test number one on the way to marriage. This isn't, you know, it's he wants to do this thing. Just because you're the first... Again, this goes back to the last question where it's like, is it about is it about that he's he loves you more or is that he's ready? And I think this is like one of those things where it's like, no, life he's given into this part of his life. Boyfriend is in the wedding party, I know no one else there. Best tips. Uh don't be a pain in the ass. That's the best tip. You know, you're brought as a when you're a wedding guest of someone, you're basically a piece of jewelry. So they're there to show you off and introduce you to friends. And yeah, it's going to be a little uncomfortable. But here's the thing. Someone else is there as a guest too. There'll be someone else that is in the same shoes as you. Sidle up to them. Introduce to yourself to them. Tell your boyfriend, hey, if anyone brought a plus one, let me know who they are so I can kind of like, you know, judge everyone in the corner with them. How do I fix my performance anxiety? I'm guessing this is in bed. Um, I would say date someone you trust more. I think when you get performance anxiety, it's because you're not saying the things you want to say. So it feels like any mistake will be judged and you know made fun of you later. If you're dating someone you trust more, then you're not going to really feel that anxiety as much. Man living with his boyfriend... Man living with his boyfriend flirting with me every day. Make a move. Say stop if he's not by. Um, hmm. If he lives with his boyfriend and he's flirting with you every day, I wouldn't make a move. I think at some point with like most flirts, someone has to like go, hey, what's happening here? So... To me, I wouldn't actively pursue someone who's living with someone else. You're really actively pursuing a big headache. So what I would say to the guy is go, I would be a little less flirty back. I'd be a little less responsive. 
How do guys classify girls as hookup only so quickly? Again, this goes back to like, you know, the idea of like being ready and what you're looking for. You're not going to change the mind of someone else. So my advice to you is to be a is have the most fun at your own party. Don't sit there looking for other people's party to join. If you're having fun at your party, people will want to join you. X tells you they have feelings. Uh, you have been dating someone else for two years. Do you tell your significant other? So your ex told you they have feelings for you. I would say you stop talking to your ex. You'd say to them, hey, I know we were talking because I thought we were kind of done with this. It's probably best if we don't speak again because this can never be just a friendship. You're getting ahead of yourself. Because, And then I would just not say it to my significant other. <laughs> I don't think that's something to really share with them. I'd go... Because you didn't make this happen. Unless you're more involved with this than you're letting on through your question. Does it look bad to have photos with a guy like brothers in them on your dating profile? I I think you take out dudes from your dating profile. Um, you're only left to think, you know, the, the, the mind is only human and left to wander. Have you ever had an email where somebody wrote in asking if it was about them? Um... Yeah, I have had that, and I subtly ignore those. How do you get over someone you have to see several times a week? Um, I would unfollow them social media-wise. If you have to see them several times a week in person, that's one thing, but that doesn't mean you have to see them every day of the week otherwise. Would you rather king-size bed or two twins' beds? Come on, king-size bed, what are you talking about? How far did you get on the march to a minute? Oh, so if you're listening, I used to do a long hello at the beginning, and I got up to like 40 seconds once, I think. I would go, hello, and one time I got to 40 seconds. What is your favorite pump-up song? I love the music beat at the start of the J-Train pod, Feather Times 2. Um, I, like, uh, I like Metallica, Enter Sandman. Did you call Jed, Jed the head in person? No, Jed was great. It was very nice of him to come to the show. Um, he was fun. He was really fun. I think he gets an unfair rap. Um, I think if you hate Jed from The Bachelorette, it's because someone else, you know, I Jed the head, Jed, <laughs> Jed's whole issue is that he was in an exclusive but not together relationship and had to spell that out. So a million women at home who also signed up for an exclusive but not labeled relationship, sound, heard how stupid they sounded in theirs, so they're mad at Jed over the boyfriend or the non-boyfriend that they had in their life. So don't take it out on him. How do you get a guy to stop inviting his friends on what should be romantic dates? So I would the next time he asks you out, just say, hey, you have to... These are all contract negotiations. Hey, we should go out sometime. Sounds great. I'd love to go out. Let's do with a Thursday at 8. I'm free. Oh, Thursday at 8 sounds good. My friends are going to come. Hey, I thought we were just going out alone, but uh, if you want to go out alone, I'm down for that. But if otherwise, you know, maybe we should go see other people. Tips for having a roomie who's always with her boyfriend. This is such a female problem. This is... I, I've never... Women, for some reason, are so hard on their roommates. You're an adult. If they're always with their boyfriend, I, you didn't sign up for a roommate 
To me, a roommate is someone to split the costs with. It's not someone to split your emotional well-being with. So take some stock at how you are running your life. No one is responsible for you. This ain't fucking kindergarten. Everyone's not getting invited to the birthday party, okay? Everyone's not getting a Valentine's Day card. Nobody's choo-choo-choosing you, okay? What I need you to do, reach out to another friend. Go get drinks with someone else. Go hang out with someone else. Get into a TV show. Don't blame your roommate. Um, let's go. Advice for long-distance relationships. Be self-aware. Uh, all relationships take work. All relationships take investment. Um, so be aware if you're just getting texts and no real relationship. If it's all happening on the phone, it's not happening at all. When's your next few stand-up shows in NYC? I'm doing a... I'll be doing shows all week, comedy seller all around the city. Um, but the live You Up podcast, come, bring friends. No question, just wanted to say love the solo episodes. Thank you. How many times a week did you do open mics when you start, start a comedy? I made a habit of getting on stage three times a night. Every night. Um, I'm not saying that's what you have to do, but that's what, you know, to me, I followed the advice of a comic that I really don't know, but Bill Burr is a, is a comic that I respect. And his advice was if you have a new minute a week, that gives you 52 minutes a year, that gives you an hour every year. And the way I rationalize that is if I have a new minute every week and I get 52 a year, let's say 20 of those minutes are good. Now I got 20 minutes. You know, they're not all going to be good minutes, but so three mics a night. Have you ever noticed that a girl's boobs are asymmetrical? Ah, uh, no. When I'm there, I'm not really taking out the, the, the measuring tape. I'm not like, it's not like it's the, the NFL combine. Come over here. Let me see left titty. All right, right titty. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. It's another solo episode. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. We'll be back on Friday with a guest and classic Shelb. We'll see you next episode. Boom.